welcome back to another episode of the Best of All Possible Podcasts, your favorite 10-minute play podcast. My name is Robert Weathers, and I am your host, and we here at Panglossian Productions, as you know, have a love for the weird. We love the unproduced and underproduced, and of course, we love 10-minute plays, and we have one for you here tonight. An awesome play, but it won't just be me here tonight. We have a wonderful pool of talented actors who are here to read with us. Uh, and so here tonight, joining us once again is Mr. Joe Ziarko. Hey, hey Joe. Happy to be here. I am, uh, I am very cold, Joe. It's very cold outside. Yes. But you are not from here, and you like the cold weather. No, I, I love the cold weather. It reminds me of my native northeast Ohio. So anytime we get the cold, I welcome it. But that being said, I will give you honorary northeast Ohio uh, status because I have seen you wear shorts in ridiculously cold weather. You hate it. You hate every moment of it, but that's what it's truly like to be an Ohio win. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, thanks, Joe. I feel great. Um, joining us here also is Liz Thomas. Hey, Hi, Liz. Thank you for having me. Liz, you are not from the north. I am. Nope. North as I go is North Carolina. So how do you do in this cold weather? Uh, I wear sweaters in July. Okay. If that just... Look, first of all, air conditioning can be overused in July. So there's a reason for my sweaters, but also that just kind of gives you an idea. I know. I like how you jumped to... You just assumed everyone was judging you right away. (laughs) (laughs) I have experience. No. Hey, at least the mosquitoes are dead. I'll put that out there. Fair enough. Yep. Mosquitoes and ticks are gone. They can stay gone. Well, uh, thank you both for being here tonight. Uh, Tonight we're going to read a play, uh, a 10-minute play called Renege by Sarah Elise Jacobson, who is based out of Charlottesville, Virginia. That's about two hours from here, but it's still in Virginia, so we're happy for that. Uh, Now, uh, before we get started, actually, I wanted to read something because this play involves a phrase that I imagine the kids are using that I've never heard of before. (laughs) So I... I pulled this up. Robert, you are ruining our chances with the, this <laughs> generation Z. I can't, hang on, i got to pull my glasses down to the end of my nose so that I can hold my phone out in front of me. That's right. That's right. So uh, I, I'm gonna, I'll ask the two of you, do either of you know what negging is? Yes. Have you heard of it before? Yes. Okay. I, is an emotion. Liz. This is my phone. Don't go looking at my phone. Now, Robert, are you using a a generic uh, definition found online, or have you paid the additional money to get the official pickup artist definition of negative? Wow, that is spot on. Wow. I I I do my academic reading upon these subjects. (laughs) Is that where you got that beanie from, Joe? Our, oh, our stage manager, Rachel, has something to say. I would like to say that I learned what negging was from my favorite television show, The League, Woo. and specifically Paul Shear as Andre, trying to give advice to his newly single buddy about how to attract the ladies, and apparently it's through negging. I remember that episode, but I don't remember them using the phrase. It's oh, and our, like... our, our mystery panelist, <laughs> And as apparently. a mystery panelist and the oldest person in this room... I knew what negging was. <laughs> We're good well, on the side of the table. That's like <laughs> Sorry to keep all of you in suspense because I bet nobody at home knows what it means. <laughs> since apparently I'm the only person sitting at this table who doesn't know what it is. But according to Wikipedia, negging is an act of emotional manipulation whereby a person makes a deliberate backhanded compliment or otherwise flirtatious oh. remark to another person to undermine their confidence and increase their need of the manipulator's approval. 
Now, that being said, that sounds like some people I know's relationship with their mothers, so there's a whole other... <laughs> okay, all right. Have mercy. Oh. Anyways, the play is called <laughs> Renege by, <laughs> by Sarah... <laughs> by Sarah Elise Jacobson. So there are two characters in the play, and they are Vicky and Luke. So Joe, if you would be so kind as to play Luke, Got it. and Liz, if you would be so kind as to read, Ni not Nikki, Vicky. <laughs> sorry, Vicky. Sorry, Miss Jason. So, ladies and gentlemen, I oh I didn't say this. If you are unfamiliar with our podcast, this is a cold read. So the actors have not laid eyes upon the script before. Before just a moment ago, when I told them who they were playing, they did not even know that. So, with that out of the way. Ladies and gentlemen, Renig by Sarah Elise Jacobson. The characters are Vicky, she's an attractive female, 20s or 30s. Luke, who's male, slightly geeky, 20s or 30s. Got it. <laughs> the setting is a bus stop. The synopsis, Luke tries to put out, tries out his new pickup moves on Vicky. Uh-oh. Vicky is waiting for the bus. She's reading The New Yorker. Luke observes her for a moment and then makes his move. I should have been a bus driver. I should have walked to work. Tooling around the city all day. No stuffy office. No staff meetings. No bathroom breaks. No privacy. Maybe I've just seen too many reruns of the Honeymooners. To the moon! Alice. Luke? To the moon, Luke? That's my name. Got it. <laughs> so, you're a reader. I read. The New Yorker. Uh, classy. I like the cartoons. Pretentious, yet classy. She's looking to see if the bus is coming. For such an attractive woman, you sure have unfortunate taste in reading material. Excuse me? Have you ever noticed that the buses are never on schedule when it's overcast? It doesn't even have to be raining. A little gray sky will do. Hold on. You disagree? I'm willing to put money on it. I know what you're doing. Just making conversation, that's all. No, the dig about the magazine. It was a joke. You're doing that thing. I don't know what you mean. That pickup technique where you insult the woman you're hitting on and then quickly change the subject. I was kidding. You're nagging me. No. Trying to make me feel insecure. That's not how it works. <laughs> it's flirtation. It's offensive. Nagging disarms the target. What am I, a WND? N let me explain. You went to one of those seminars. Did not. Shelled out a couple of grand to spend two days in a Holiday Inn Express learning the art of seduction from some guy named Zenith or Dagger or Lothario. It was a Howard Johnson. Oh, even better. It was supposed to make you laugh. It didn't. Apollo said it would catch you off guard. <laughs> Pique your curiosity. Apollo? Oh, you should demand a refund. Sorry if I offended you. Have a nice day. He steps away. Vicky checks for the bus and then looks at her watch. Oh, damn it. I'm going to be so late. You and me both. Screw going green tomorrow. I'm driving to work. <laughs> I could give you a ride. You've got to be kidding. Just trying to make up for the lame pickup attempt. I could be married for all you know. You're not. She looks at her ring finger. But if you were... Here it comes. I'd leave you alone. Right. I'm not a sleaze, honest. Tell that to Apollo. 
I'm going to flag down a cab. Good idea. We're both going downtown. Would you No, like, thanks. Understood. Sorry about before. Don't worry about it. It's just that you're so pretty. I, <sighs> you never give me a second glance if I haven't used the method. It's actually called the method? Yeah. What a scam. It seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> I'm going to log on to their website just to read the testimonials. I'm 5'3". I'm bald. But the ladies love me, thanks to Lothario. <laughs> Such a sucker. There are other ways to get laid. I wish I knew what they were. He raises his arm to hail a cab. Taxi! Nice shirt. But it would look better if it didn't have sweat stains under the arms. I ran out of the house this morning and forgot to put on deodorant. Did you? Know that the Honeymooners aired only 39 episodes? She raises her hand to hail a cab. Wait a second. Less than two seasons. You're doing it. Remarkable, given how iconic the show has become. You're negging. Am I? Cab's here. Vicky steps to the curb. Are you coming or not? Luke steps to the curb. And away we go! <laughs> End of play. Yay! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. So now we're going to move on to the part of the show where we have a little discussion about the play that we just read. And also, welcome our super secret panelist, <laughs> Sharon Holland. Yay! Welcome, Sharon. <laughs> you don't have to talk. Everybody heard you talk earlier. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I'm going to start the same way that I start all of our discussions, and that is by asking you, what are your first impressions? Sharon, as the person who was listening throughout, uh, this can be something as simple as I liked it or I didn't like it, something specific that struck you. What are your first impressions? I'm not sure she was negging. No. You know, I thought the same thing. I wasn't really sure about that. Did she insult him in some way? or? Well, I guess the pit stains, but other than... Oh, okay. but I, got, I got lost in the honeymooners. Yeah, I, I think I think a another beat or two of making fun of the pit stains because I got quickly distracted by the honeymooners as well. Uh huh. But, but no, I think I think it's a good catch because I think it is uh, supposed to be referencing to the uh, being sweaty. I agree. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Any first impressions on your part, Joe? Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I I, I like the back and forth uh, of it between the two of them. It, he never got so despicable to the point of you weren't kind of cheering for him at least that that was my res uh, response to it although I have a biased perspective on this character because I'm reading for him and only because I'm reading for him because you're 5'3 and bald his <laughs> beanie does wonderful work and those you. lips are amazing in your shoes um, but but again she she never lost her agency and, and uh, clarity of what's happening that you, it still wasn't pleasant moving through it. Yeah. Yeah. You agree, Liz? What other first impressions do you have? <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. It reminded me. Of, I mean, it's very, um, it, it was, it was very, and I mean this in the best possible way, uh, on this best of all possible podcast. Ah, yeah. But it was, it was very accessible. I think, and I know that that can kind of, some people are like, no, I don't want it to be accessible. I want it to be like everything that's not accessible, but which is kind of dumb because you're performing this in front of an audience. So anyways, I I talk real good, don't I? That's um, great, Liz. Thank you. Yeah. No, I think it was really cute. Cool. I, sometimes I do wonder though about um, sort of dropping references because I mean, I am aware of the Honeymooners, mm -hmm. but... 
I am not super into it. So if this was, I mean, if this was a, a television show, if, I, if I'd never heard of the Honeymooners, I'd be like, I, I wouldn't get but part I, of the... I think that's why it worked is because the Honeymooners is a bit of a, that's a kind of a deep pull. So the fact that the two of them knew it and, can connect on that. and could oh, connect on that yeah, gave me okay. a reason to, to actually say, okay, no, I, I'd like these two to keep on talking. Although I do think it's interesting that we pull, at least by Robert's consideration, extremely hip and modern uh, reference. But something is, is um, well, because th- those are on a very opposite ends of the scale. Honeymooners and, and discuss, uh, discussion of pickup artists and negging and all of that. Yeah. Those are two totally different worlds. Mm-hmm. And it does, actually, speaking of different worlds, you know, uh, it, it does seem like they are kind of on opposite ends with the idea that he's talking about um, the pretentious yet classy, uh, the New Yorker, and she's actually reading it. So it doesn't sound like he's an avid reader of it. Um, and, you know, she is. So it's the idea. That he it is, is though, of, at least aware of it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, I mean, it's that idea of, I can see what you uh, mean about like, the honeymooners is, oh, here's this connection. Here's this jumping off point that these two people have to try to build a lasting connection uh, mm-hmm. from something that they both share. Sharon, did you have a thought? Yeah, I I did know what negging was. Uh, However, I do not know what a WMD is. A weapon of mass destruction. Mm. Oh, and that one would be one that I should know. But (laughs) I was thinking in terms of dating and stuff. Uh, 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 I want to keep that thought to myself. (laughs) Um, I do have to say, I do have to say, I was a little annoyed because for me, if I got a book, that's my universal sign for leave me alone or or a magazine or anything like that. I'm guessing they're not on a New York subway because I feel like that's... Oh my gosh, not your pods. What am I asking? The the earphones. Or the Earphones works, Liz. Thank we get you. it. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> we can cut parts of this out, right? <laughs> <laughs> the coffee's wearing off, people. Hey, sound Bear techs who me. cannot be named. Can we erase Liz from this? <laughs> I would just be Joe talking to himself. That'd be good. Yeah, so um, I, I will say this anyways. on I will say this for from my perspective on now this is the same guy who did not know what negging was and felt it was necessary to read the definition when everyone apparently knew what it was, but I will say that as far as the honeymooners goes, I am aware of the honeymooners, but uh, if now with the context of the play, I feel like I would have gotten it, but the last line and away Here we, we go. go. I yeah. I would not have identified that on its own as the honeymooners. No, yeah. but you've heard you've heard the phrase. Oh definitely. Right? So definitely. It, if it's a la Jackie Gleason as it says it is, you'd rec- at least recognize that. Right. And I and I feel like that the reason I knew that is because I was looking at the stage direction where uh I didn't say it because I knew that Joe would you, you mean my Jackie Gleason wasn't spot on <laughs> <laughs> I've been practicing it for weeks now. So um anyways uh let's see here. Uh, I have a couple of other questions that I wrote down before we got started. Let's see. First impressions, we answered that. Have you ever heard of negging? We answered that. Um, <laughs> Why did we let Liz talk? How we oh, what is that? the po- what do you what do you think the point of this is? What is the what oh. point is what is the author getting at here? Um, actually, something I was just thinking about because I was going back up. Luke had a few opportunities where he could have actually engaged, but he was so set on, on moving forward with his script and what he had been taught. That he, I think, you know, yeah. essentially is missing an opportunity for real connection. human connection. Maybe not, you know, actually going out with this woman, but at least having a regular conversation. Especially if we, we see him return back to, okay, he has his his uh, script yeah. about being a bus driver and how he's happy not. So had he 
just seen that, and I, I always think it's ironic when, you know, there's a script that is trying to tell you not to follow a script in life, but I definitely think that there's elements of that in here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it is a really sweet reminder, um, you know, just to kind of relax and sometimes, you know, try to tune the world out and just sort of be present with, you know, whoever whoever you are with, uh, especially if you're actually trying to make a human connection. But if you just relax and just actually talk with people, you know, you'll be amazed what you can find out. I know this is kind of hard to believe, uh, considering y'all know who I am now Uh-oh. at 35, but, you know, I wasn't always such a Casanova myself. Uh, he tells more Lothario. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have seminars now that you're just doing great at. Make, making a lot of money at this. <laughs> Um, I was just, I mean, you know, it, it, it kind of seems to me like, you know, this is, this is, if I were to condense this down to a singular, uh, maybe cliched phrase, it is, Do it's, it. it's, you don't have to try so hard, right? If, if you feel like you don't have to it really work me. so hard to, to talk to people. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if we get this reference. Does anybody, um, you remember in, when the genie says to Aladdin, just be yourself. I heard a story over there. Just be yourself, right? When Aladdin's trying to talk to Jasmine. And then they end up at the end. Okay, spoiler alert. They end up at the end of the movie, right? So there you go. Just be yourself. Did you ever think that they were not going to end up together at the end of that movie? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we still have to that. Man, what a great Disney film that would have been. <laughs> Disney, please don't sue us. <laughs> we so love you. Liz is delighted at every one of these. <laughs> Why did we let Liz talk? Have we answered that question yet? She saw Emperor's New Groove and thought he was going to be a llama forever. <laughs> There's no going back from that. Hey, 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 spoiler alert. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Our, our stage manager, by the way, is worried about a mere reference to Disney, yet gave, gave a, a whole explanation of an episode of The League using actors' names earlier and today. Later, and later tweeted at Paul Sheer. <laughs> there you go. We love you, Dizzy. Wait, when does the Aladdin movie come out? I don't know. Go see it. Go see it, friends. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. As soon as we wrap this up, uh, you can look it up on your phone. I will. That's my cue to wrap this thing up. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to us. Let's make sure that we... Uh, that we thank Sarah Elise Jacobson for thank her awesome you. play, Renee. Awesome. Thank you. And of course, thanks to Joe and Sharon and Liz for reading with us here today. Thanks to Rachel for being our stage Yay. manager. And extra special thanks to the sound techs who will not be named. Yeah, yeah. And if you liked what you heard, make sure you hit that subscribe button. You'll get a brand new play from us every two weeks. And if you want more information about Panglossian Productions, be sure to visit us at www.panglossian.org and follow us on Facebook. Thanks a lot everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.